Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 40 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il. Um, and thank you so much for listening and thank you uh, for your feedback and your kind words. And uh, speaking of which, if you have any you know suggestions or questions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delving into Islam at gmail.com, and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Um, yeah, with that being said, let's get right into it. Today's topic we're basically talking about the relationship between parents and children. Parents and children. And here's the thing. So it's 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 a two it's it's a two-way thing. It's we didn't say the 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 what's the thing that the, the the duties or the what 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 children should do uh or their obligations toward their parents it's both it goes both ways and I will explain that so let's get the easy part out of the way first what are the obligations towards the parents by the children in islam well Number one, no matter what your parents do, you have to respect them. You have to respect them. You have to show them respect. And you have to be kind to them. Even if they were evil, believe it or not. Even if they were non if let's say that you're a Muslim and your parents are non-Muslims and they want you to actually commit shirk, they want you to not become a Muslim anymore, you still have to respect them. You don't believe me? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it. Himself in Surah Luqman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself said it in Surah Luqman. وَإِنْ جَهَدَاكَ عَلَىٰ أَن تُشْرِكَ بِي مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٌ فَلَا تُطَعْهُمَا وَصَاحِبَهُمَا فِي الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, even if they tell you, commit shirk, do not worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not listen to them. فَلَا تُطَعْهُمَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, do not listen to them. But, Still be good to them in this life. So we have to understand. Now the Quran actually, here's a very interesting part. Quran actually doesn't mention and except I think there's only one verse in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling parents not to uh, to be basically just when it comes to inheritance to their children. But you won't find any verse in the Quran telling parents how to love their children. But you'll find tons of verses of how children should love their parents and respect them. Now, don't misinterpret this by saying, well, parents could do whatever they want. And, you know, it doesn't matter if parents, because some people might take this and think, oh, so it really, it's not important for parents to love their children. Actually, that's very inaccurate. That's not true. It's just because parents' love to their children comes natural. It's like a basic instinct. It's fitri. The word fitri means it's like a basic instinct. Once you have a child, you'll love them so much. So Allah doesn't even need to tell you how to love them because it happens naturally. The problem is some parents deviate from this basic instinct and it becomes very unnatural. And we'll talk about that. But let's, let's again, we're still focusing on what children should do towards their parents. And we'll get to the other part later. 
So you, your parents are both of them, your mother and your father. They deserve that respect. Because think about it. Who gave you life? Allah. Through who? Your parents, especially your mom, because she's the one who carried you. Don't get me wrong. Your dad was part of the process too. Without your dad, you wouldn't exist. But my point is, your mom is the one who actually suffered during the process of bringing you to life. So Allah is the one who gave you life. There is no, there is no uh, argument about this. Allah is the one who gave you life, but he gave it through your parents, more so through your mother. وَوَصَّيْنَا الْإِنسَانُ بِوَالِدَيْهِ حَمَلَتْهُ أُمُّهُ وَهْنًا عَلَى وَهْنٍ وَفِصَالُهُ فِي عَامَيْنِ Allah is actually describing in the Quran why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to be good to our parents because your mom carried you in her womb and she suffered the pain, the agony to bring you to this life. So when you grow up as this like as a disrespectful child to your parents, you completely forgot. You completely forgot that your mom is the one who brought you to life, that your dad is the one who brought you to life. You completely forgot that. Subhanallah. Some people are just disrespectful and they forget that fact. It is what it is. But in Islam, you can't do that. That can't fly. <laughs> this cannot fly in Islam. Because you will be held accountable of how you treat your parents even if they're not Muslim. You don't have to follow their beliefs. If they're not religious, you don't have to be like them. But still, and let's say that you're religious and they're not, you still treat them with respect. You still treat them with respect. You see what they need and you do it for them ASAP. Unfortunately, in the new generations, current generations, they're very disrespectful to their parents for no reason. Oh, they're backwards. Oh, they're this and that. Oh, they're invading my privacy. Oh, they're doing this. Oh my God, they're so embarrassing. We're talking about Muslims here. I've witnessed this happening, wallahi, with my own eyes. And I've heard it. And it's, it's unbelievable how people forget where they came from. And this is a sign of arrogance, by the way. And yeah, I know some people say it's a phase when they're teenagers, they're a little attitude They shouldn't. The Prophet ﷺ didn't say, oh, by the way, kids, if, if you're a teenager, you're allowed to disrespect your parents because it's a phase. It will go away. It's unacceptable unacceptable no matter how old you are it's unacceptable you can't and if you commit the mistake of being disrespectful to them and let's say that for example you made a mistake uh you are too emotional or you're too angry whatever you apologize right away and you have to seek their forgiveness because at the end of the day allah is watching and allah told us to be good to them so when we commit a mistake, like when we sin exactly, we have to be held accountable. We hold ourselves accountable and we seek forgiveness from them and from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
Look, 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 this powerful hadith. The Prophet ﷺ one time, <clears throat> he was climbing the member, you know, the, the stage to, to uh, start his uh, Jum'ah or Friday sermon, the Friday speech, Khutbatul Jum'ah. And then uh, while he was climbing the member, the, he was climbing the stairs to the you know stage, um, the companions noticed that he kept saying the word Amen, Amin, three times. Three times. Every step he goes up, he says the word Amen three times. Okay, that's interesting. Then they asked the Prophet ﷺ, O Prophet of Allah, after he was done. And he closed his eyes while he was doing that. And then when he opened his eyes and he was about to start the sermon, he actually told them right away. The Prophet ﷺ says what? Jibreel or Gabriel came to me and he told me this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala curse. Look, look, look. Three types of people. The first type, the person who adraka walidayhi or walidahu falam yudkhilahu al-jannah. The first person that is cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is someone who had his parents alive and they were not the reason for him to go to paradise or her. Again, if you're alive and your parents are alive as well, right? And they were not the reason for you to go to paradise, to go to Jannah, Allah's curse is upon you. Meaning Allah is rebuking you. May Allah curse the person who lives while their parents are alive and they, are, and they don't become the reason for them to go to Jannah. Him or her, yani. What does that mean? That you are a loser. Khaba wa khasr. May they be losers in life. You're a loser. In certain, and, and loser in Islam is a big deal, by the way. That means you're losing good deeds. You're a loser if you're alive and your parents are alive and you, you don't treat them so well that they will be the reason for you to go to paradise. If your parents are alive, they should be the reason for you to go to paradise. That's basically what the hadith means. If your parents are alive, they should be the reason for you to be written from the people of paradise, from the dwellers of Jannah, from the dwellers of paradise. And if they die and you don't get that, that means you never treated them well. That means you lost a lot in this life. You should use them to make them go to Jannah. In a good way, of course. Then the hadith goes on that the person who uh, lives uh, in Ramadan and he's not forgiven from those who are forgiven, also you're a loser. And then the, the, the last one is the person that when someone says the name of the Prophet وسلم, in front of, like the name of the Prophet is mentioned in front of them, they don't say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They do not make Salah. Or uh, praise uh, upon the Prophet Sallallahu That's why we say the word Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam It's a praise in Islam And that's always We always have to do it It's mandatory Whenever the Prophet's name is mentioned By us or in front of us We have to always say that But let's get back to the point of If your parents are alive And they're not the reason for you to go to paradise You are a loser In the sight of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala so the choice is yours. Go for it. 
it's so easy to please your parents. Now, we'll talk about the difficult parents in a little bit. But just be, you don't have to please them. By the way, what did I say in the beginning? You do your best and you leave the results to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what you have. All you have to do is that. You work for it. You do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told you to do and leave the results. Whether they're pleased or not, you're trying to please them. They're not pleased. It's on them. Don't worry about it. Allah will give you, still give you the rewards. You have to understand that. Okay. So, treating your parents is essential. How do, how do you treat them is essential for you to go to Jannah. You mistreat your parents? Oh. Disobeying your parents, your Muslim parents, your Muslim righteous parents, disobeying them, being mean to them, mistreating them is actually a major sin. This is mentioned in multiple hadith, by the way. Authentic hadith. It's a major sin. Major sin. That means you have to repent and seek forgiveness from them and all these things for Allah to actually forgive you. And again, Allah could forgive, would forgive whoever, whomever he wants, but you don't know if you're going to be one of those people that Allah will forgive or not. So you can depend on that. You know? Okay, great. What else? <clears throat> when you are respectful to your parents and you have children, trust me, they will be respectful to you too. It's the way you treat your parents will always be the same way that your children will treat you when they grow up. Don't forget that. When you don't care about your parents, when they ask you to do something and you don't do it, guess what will happen to you? When your children go up, they're going to be like, yep, eh, it was never a big deal, so why would I make a big deal about it now? Be careful and be aware that whatever you do to your parents will come back to you as well. Again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us how to be good to our, to our parents, respect them, be patient with them, because they're our parents. Without them, we wouldn't exist in this world. It's that simple. All right, great. Now let's move on to the more complicated uh, part of the equation, which is the duties or the responsibilities uh, for the parents towards their children. Now, some parents might look at the word وَصَحِبَهُمْ uh, dunya uh, مَعْرُوفَ Meaning, uh, no matter what they do, you have to be good to them, and they could abuse it. Some Muslim parents may be like, ooh, no matter what. Hmm. So I could do whatever I want to my children, and they will still... They still have to treat me with respect. Hmm, sounds like a great deal. Well, guess what, buddy? Guess what, mother? Guess what, father? It's not that easy. Because here's the thing. If you abuse your children, if you mistreat them, and they still follow the Quran and the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by treating you decently, by treating you well, they will get the reward, but you will be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't think, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, treat them well no matter what, that you get a pass. You never get a pass. And this is directed towards the abusive parents. Those who mistreat their children. 
you will never get a pass for mistreating your children, by the way. Every pain, whether it's physical or mental, every pain, whether it's physical or mental, that you cause your children, you will be punished for. It's a sin in the sight of Allah. And don't ever think because Allah said, yeah, yeah, don't just treat them well, that Allah is gonna is giving you a free pass. No, 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 no. That means basically that you will be held accountable in front of Allah and Allah will deal with you himself. So why did Allah say anything about this? Because it's natural for parents to love their children unconditionally. But there are parents who are abnormal, who are not normal, who are less than normal, who don't, who don't treat their children the way they should be treated, who are bad to their children, who are mistreating them, who are horrible to them. And you know, you, can, you find cases all over the world, whether it's in Egypt, in the US, everywhere. Those people exist. Those parents exist. Don't forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. And you're going to lose. Here's the thing. The parents who do this and die upon this, or not even, the parents who practice this type of abuse, mental, whether it's mental or physical, they actually lose in this life and in the hereafter. In this life, they lose the respect and the natural love that they could have received from their children. They lose that. They don't have it anymore. If you abuse your child and your child is growing up being abused by you, well, rest assured they won't love you unconditionally or they won't even love you, period. So you lost that in this life. And (laughs) it's not over. When you get to the day of judgment, on the day of judgment, when you're resurrected, Allah will punish you for this. Because Allah, Allah, The Prophet says in a hadith, you're all responsible for your families. And then the Prophet explains, The husband, the father is responsible. The wife, the mother, is also going to be held responsible and accountable. The children, the siblings, will be held responsible towards one another and so forth. So when the father or the mother, when the parents abuse this authority, guess what? You will be treated as the kings or the rulers of a country who abuse their people. They get the worst punishments on the Day of Judgment. And that's what parents get who abuse their children. The worst, one of the worst punishments on a day of judgment. Because they betrayed the amana that was given to them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They betrayed it. They betrayed it. It's complicated. It's complicated. Some people think, oh, well, it's not fair. Nothing is not fair in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold everyone accountable. Your parents, if they're abusing you, don't worry about it. Just treat them well for the sake of Allah. Remember, you do it only for the sake of Allah. You don't do it for the sake of your parents. You're doing it for this to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to please your parents. Once you know that, You're doing it for the sake of Allah. Allah 
will reward you immensely and don't worry about your parents. They'll get whether their punishment if they mistreat you or their rewards if they treat you well. That's it. Islam is very clear when it comes to the relationship between parents and children. No one will skip Allah's justice. No one can be sneaky with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one can abuse Allah's rules. Not a single human being will be able to do this. Yes, you can do it in this life. Yeah, a father or a mother can abuse this rule. And they were like, oh, no matter what I do, you have to treat me well. Yeah, but you're not going to get away with it. Allah won't allow you to get away with it. If you don't get punished in this life, you will be punished in the hereafter. Same goes for the children. When Allah tells you to do something towards your parents and you still abuse them, guess what happens? You're not going to get away with it. You can't. You can't. Where are you going to escape? There's no place for you to escape from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, except by pleasing Him and fulfilling His commands. That goes to both children and parents. Parents who force their children to do things. Like, for example, I know that the culturally, you know, a parent could, like, uh, force his daughter to marry someone in specific or, you know, guess what? You have the right to say no to the person that your daughter brings home, even if he's decent. You have the right to. You're the father. You're the wali. And you have the right to, but of course you don't have the rights. It's haram. You can't actually force your daughter to uh, marry someone in Islam. You are not allowed to. So a father is not allowed to force his daughter to marry in Islam. That's a, that's a thing. But at the same time, a father is allowed to say no. Guess what? You're allowed to say no. Allah gave you a privilege. And if you abuse it for any agenda or any personal reasons, you're just trying to make your children suffer, your daughter suffer. You can't get away with this from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will punish you for it. And we're saying if you don't have, like if a drug dealer is coming to marry your daughter and you say no, you have a legit reason. Even if your daughter's in love with him, he's bad for her. You know what I mean? But like what I'm trying to say is if your reasons were not pure, if you just wanted to abuse your daughter or if you wanted just to do whatever, Allah will hold you accountable. With every responsibility, comes consequences you have to understand this in islam when allah gives a responsibility to people there will always be consequences for those who abuse it there will always be consequences and punishment for those who abuse those responsibilities and those roles that's why the first people who will be judged are those who the rulers the presidents the kings that allah will never even look at them on the day of judgment or um, or speak to them, those who abuse their powers. Why? Because Allah gave you a license, gave you a power, gave you a responsibility, and you're abusing it for your own agenda or your own um, um, own uh, goals or own whatever. You can't do that in Islam. See, that's the beauty of our religion. Allah is watching every single one of us. Don't be a tyrant. If you're a parent, don't be a tyrant. If you're a child, don't be abusive. Don't rebel against your parents for the sake of it. 
or because you think you're right. Don't give them hard time. Don't. For parents, don't give your children hard time because guess what? Life is too short. Life is too short. You think you're going to live for how long? 60, 70, 80? But then you're dead and you'll be held accountable. All that abuse will be for nothing. Actually, it will be for something, something really bad. So you have to understand, be just when you're treating your parents, that goes for the children. Be just when you're treating your children, that goes for the parents. That's the only way to create a good atmosphere at home, a good family, a family that fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because how do you expect your family to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when the basic thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the family to do, they're not doing? Respect one another, treat one another justly. If you're not following this, that's the basic thing to build a family. So, it's up to you. You choose. If you're a parent and you're, you think that you have privilege, go for it. Go for it. But who are you going to end up, you know, under whose mercy? It's Allah's mercy. You can't abuse your power as a parent. And you can't think as a child that you know better than your parents, that your parents are too backwards. Or that your parents are, you know, too slow for today's world. You can't do that. Because again, Allah can could make your life really hard in this life. And in the hereafter too. You'll see it in your own children, like I said. And that's the punishment of this dunya, and of this life. That's the punishment of this life. To see your children doing exactly what you've been doing to your parents. And if your parents passed away, died mad at you oh you're gonna see that punishment in the hereafter too same thing goes for the parents you will see as a parent you will see punishment in this life your children will simply hate you they won't love you those who are you abusing they'll simply hate you that's your punishment in life you'll be hated by your own child and the punishment in the hereafter oh boy it was an amana that you betrayed. Allah gave you a trust. You were the trustee and you betrayed that trust that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, your own children. You have to understand, to create a good Muslim community, it starts at home. It starts from home. That's the seed right there. It goes both ways parents are responsible for raising a God-fearing children. It's your responsibility. So when you're abusing them, guess what? You make them resent your religion. You make them resent Islam. You make them think that Islam is giving you powers or authority that you shouldn't have. They will resent the religion. It will be on you. It will be on you. You will be messing them up. It's because of you. It starts from the parents. It starts at home. To build a healthy community. 
a clean community, a pure community, people who work to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and um, to help growth the community, you have to start at home. If you're a parent, if you're not praying, why do you think your children will pray? If you're lying at home, why do you think your children would tell the truth? They will also be liars. If you curse a lot at home, why do you think your children will be decent? They will curse as well. If you backbite at home, why do you think your children won't backbite you? They will backbite as well because they learned it from you. It starts with the parents. Children, observe. And then when you go and talk to them, and you tell them to do the opposite of what you're doing, they're going to say, well, you're doing it. You're doing this. Why do you want me to do that? You're doing X. Why do you want me to do Y or Z? I'm following your footsteps. And they're not wrong. It's on you. It's your fault. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our sincerity and accept our good deeds. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide our children and guide our parents and guide ourselves into the right to the right path. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy and um, ease the conflict at our homes and uh, help us create a healthy Islamic uh, environment within our houses and our homes first, and then it would should spread to the community as a whole. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that um, I shed some light on uh, you know the obligations between uh, parents and children and how they should treat one another. And if you have any further questions or any any you know want me to clarify anything, please uh, email me. And again, I'm going to mention the email. Email me at uh, delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Please send me all your uh, emails uh, and uh, requests. And inshallah, I will get back to you as soon as possible. And thank you so much for listening. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.